From KLCC Studios, this is Oregon on the Record. I'm Michael Dunn. Every generation thinks their time in school was the hardest, but the current group of students in our community and nation might just take the cake. After all, no previous generation had to simultaneously deal with a global pandemic, the rise in school shootings, and the ugly side of social media and cyberbullying. Today on Oregon on the Record, we're beginning a special four-part series all this week on the unprecedented challenges in education. Each day, you'll hear unique perspectives, including students, teachers, counselors, and school resource officers about just how hard school is today and how they work together to make it through. Our show today is gonna to bring you voices of high school students. They were in junior high or grade school when COVID hit, and for many, the scars remain. But they also talk about how finding their unique community at school is the greatest gift of all. Today on Oregon on the Record, we're beginning a special four-part series all this week on what it's like to be a student today. Each day, you'll hear unique perspectives, including students, teachers, counselors, and school resource officers about just how hard school is today and the strategies they use to cope and overcome. Our show today is gonna to bring you voices of high school students. I traveled to Florence to talk with kids at Sayus Law High School and get their perspective on what it's like to be high schoolers. They live in a small town, but for many, the challenges can feel big time. Raylan Evans and Corey Wilkes, uh, sophomores at Sayus Law High School, thanks so much for coming in and talking to us. Thank you for having the time to come talk with us. Yeah, yeah. Raylan, I'm just gonna start with you. What do you like about school? Uh, what I like about school? Um, I mean, I'm in a lot of choir and singing and stuff. And I yeah, mean, you're in like the performing arts, arts programs. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot about like singing and music for me, which is kind of the stuff I'm in. I'm in like a lot of creative type electives. So I think it's a lot of creativity for me. Okay, okay. What about you, Corey? Uh, I'm in the arts. I'm in pottery and creative arts. Okay, and you like those? Yeah. Okay, okay. So <laughs> the other side of that coin, that coin, what do you dislike the most? What's the hardest part about being a student? Um, definitely probably the stress, like the stress that comes with, um, yeah. with schoolwork and then friends and any drama that's outside of school. It's all of that, like combined that makes this big, like, it's kind of just, it's like a lot of anxiety that comes from it. Handling okay. school life with social life okay. can be okay. very difficult. Imagine I will ask this a lot of you and, and teachers and whatnot, because a comparative would be someone my age. And, and when I was in school, I imagine there were similarities in terms of some of the things you just talked about, social pressures and whatnot. But we didn't have the Internet and we didn't have social media to deal with. And so I kind of wanted to ask, you know, for a lot of our listeners, what's it like to be, you know, a, a student today with social media because obviously there's a, a lot of great that social media can provide a lot of connection and connectivity but there's a lot of other difficult things what's it like to be if you are active on social media but also kind of maintaining your sanity with it it really depends on what kind of like social media that you're on okay so like like i use facebook sometimes if i want to talk to like some some of the adults in okay. my life and stuff okay. like that and I can post on there and no one's gonna judge me and it's it's really nice like I get a lot of positive stuff but something like Instagram if you're on there you're with a lot like a younger audience that's yeah. kind of like my age and um, or younger people even and a lot of that is way more judgmental and less like TikTok. it's less like wisdom and kind of more 
I don't know. Popularity. Like, yeah. Views. So, so the things you talked about, judgment and, and popularity and who's in and who's out, that's obviously always existed. But what does social media do with that that makes it more difficult? Because obviously now you could be judged by not only your peers, but you could be judged by somebody in, you know, West Virginia or London. Yeah. So with it, it's just like you feel like you should take your phone everywhere with you. Okay. You want to post a lot. Um, it's really like I hope people see this and like this. And if it's people that you know, it's people that you're like you've socialized with on a regular basis, mm -hmm. then it becomes a lot more like, OK, these people actually know who I am. They know me. They can talk about me behind my back because they actually know me and know things about me okay but if it's just like in the world it's just people who think okay that person has their opinions are they wrong or are they right if they're wrong i'm going to you know talk about it and how they're wrong if they're right i'm going to talk about how they're right okay okay I'm going to introduce my guests uh, for our audience. We're talking with Braylon Ev Evans and Corey Wilkes. They're both sophomores at Sayuslaw High School. Um, talk about the environment at school. And I guess what I'm asking here is this. Um, you know, a school is supposed to be a place where you feel safe. And, and I, I kind of wanted to get your, your overall Im impressions on... Do you feel safe at school? And I, I, I ask that both physically safe, but also just is school a safe place for you to be who you want to be? I feel like it's safe. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I get a lot of like, like maybe for other people, it's not as safe as it would be for me just because, you know, we're different people and sure. people are going to be around different people. But for me, I'm around a lot of open and, you know, people that support me. But okay. for someone else, it might be, look a little bit like less crowded and stuff, but I don't get open stares and judgment, but okay. I can totally, I, I feel like, I feel like I've been in a place where I have been really like, um, what's the word? Like stared at and like okay. kind of judged. Okay. Okay. But physically I feel safe. Okay. Corey, what about you? I'm kind of paranoid in general, okay. so I always am scared, but it's just kind of, I feel safe at this school, like mm -hmm. physically. Mm -hmm. But it's just sad that we have to think, like, what would happen if a shooter came into the school? Like, we have to do those lockdown drills. It's it's sad. It's scary. Sure. And I wanted to kind of follow up on that. You've gone through some of the lockdown drills or active shooter drills. Yes. You know, what was that like, you know, mentally afterwards thinking, wow, I guess we're doing this because it's a reality. Knowing that it's a drill makes you feel a little better. Mm -hmm. But the feeling that you have to hide against the wall to not be seen through the windows. All the teachers, if they have um, a room that faces the outside, they have to have curtains covering the windows so people can't see in. Even though it's like very tinted windows, mm -hmm. they still have to. Okay, yeah. yeah. And in, personally, in elementary school, we've actually had a suspicious person hmm. coming onto the elementary school property okay. after school hours. So we had a full-on lockdown. The police came and everything, and it wow. was like terrifying in the moment. At being like eight years old. I bet. I bet. Yeah. It's like, um, I mean, it's a drill, so you know nothing's going to happen. But sure. if also like the fact that we have to do it is really it's kind of scary because you never expect anything to happen. It's never like you don't think it's I mean, I say it's never going to happen, but it could still happen. That's you the don't whole expect thing. the worst case scenarios. Yeah. 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 
Switching gears a little bit, why is it so important that you have creative outlets or something you know, outside of the old you know, math, history, English, that sort of a thing? It's where you can actually feel yourself, be yourself, be comfortable with what you're doing because it's things that you like. It's things that you like to do mm-hmm. in your life. You do it in school, after school. It's just things that you enjoy and make you happy. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely what Corey said. I feel like um, if you're doing something that you love, like compared to it's like school, no one really likes. But I feel like, <laughs> well, they don't. But sure. I feel like outside of school, um, I mean, because in school, I mean, you can have something passionate. Like, you know, I like I like the arts and the choir and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like in a theater group outside of school. And that's that's where I can sing and like do it and have fun. Like in school, it's still fun. But outside of school, I can I can kind of. I feel like I can kind of touch into that like a little bit more. Okay. Okay. Um, talk about, you know, do you feel like where you are today that, you know, if, if you're having struggles, whether it's struggles at school or even if it, if it struggles with depression or anxiety, do you feel like you can talk about those struggles or is, 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 you know, admitting that you might be suffering from something like depression or anxiety, is that still taboo to talk about? Or do you feel like it, it, it's kind of more accepted both amongst your peers, parents, teachers, sort of that whole gamut? I, I mean, I've had my kind of like fair shares with anxiety mm-hmm. and some depression and stuff like that. And I think it still is probably taboo to talk about. Like you can't, I mean, I don't go up to my friends and say that I feel depressed or okay. I feel sad because I feel like that is, they're going to judge me for that. Or, okay. I actually do suffer from major depression and okay. major anxiety. Okay. I'm diagnosed by my doctor. Mm. So I take medications for it, mm. which does help, but it medications differ from person to person sure but being at school with it um my teacher i don't really tell my teachers only some of them know like my teachers that i like the most know so if i have a panic attack in class i can leave the room okay which has happened many times before i've cried in class many times i used to cry every single day in elementary school before Mm. i was diagnosed so but with my friends, it's they know me outside of school. Okay. And they know what I like and what makes me happy and what cheers me up, mm-hmm. how to fix how I'm feeling. But sometimes it's still difficult because they don't know exactly what's going on in my head. They just know like a general idea. Okay. Well, I really appreciate your honesty and, and, and being open about talking about all of your experiences at school. We've been talking with Braylon Evans and Corey Wilkes. They're both uh, Law High School sophomores. Thanks so much for talking to us. Thank you. Thank you. Sam Castle and Dalen McGee, both seniors at Law High School. Thanks so much for talking to us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing the two of you were either in eighth grade or freshman year during COVID. Can you talk a little bit about the experience of COVID, but also if some of that experience lingers with you today? I don't know, Sam, if you want to start with that. Uh, yeah, I, I actually have a pretty big story about this because I, okay. I was in eighth grade when COVID started mm-hmm. and uh, it was here. I've been in the Sayus Law School District all my life. And um, I'd always had a difficulty with academics because of um, 
uh, I just got diagnosed with ADHD. I okay. said just, but it was a few years ago, which is still a little late considering my whole school career beforehand. Okay. But um, when COVID sort of hit, it was this weird kind of like in-between system that the school resorted to where it was pretending to be in-person school, but <laughs> really wasn't. It uh, was extremely hard to kind of enforce the kind of classroom mindset over Zoom and it felt like everyone was just kind of pretending it was the same. And uh, I had a difficulty with that specifically okay. just because of uh, ADHD and the it not being in the sure classroom environment really made it difficult for me to keep up with my schoolwork. So for the first time really in my whole uh, school career, I had like straight Fs. Hmm. And it, it was very, very stressful at the time. I remember I would have like physical reactions to the idea of doing schoolwork, which sounds kind of... I don't know, but um, I think that that's sort of how it stuck with me. Okay. There's like this, there's a lingering sense of, you know, just like being a few missteps away from sure. being like hopelessly behind. But you overcame it. Yeah. You feel by, good about by that. By hair. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good about it because it's, it's kind of like a, a perseverance story. Sure. Because sure. it was a system that really did not cater to me or yeah. uh, my system of learning at all, but I still kind of. Yeah. trudged through it. Yeah. What about you, Dalen? Um, before COVID, I was going to Reedsport High School. Okay. And when that hit, I kind of realized how terrible Reedsport was. They were just hmm. very much not prepared to do this. I know no uh, no other school is really prepared, mm -hmm. but going to Reedsport, I, I felt like I didn't have any help, but okay. I didn't have any classes that I felt interested in or felt like I was being challenged anymore. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I chose to switch to Sayus Law. Okay. And online, their their experience was actually like a real classroom to me mm -hmm. when I was there. Okay. I started to not go to school. Okay. I mean, having the motivation to go to school is banned, and banned online doesn't happen. Okay. <laughs> we had like video recording, and it would show you every time you played a note wrong, and that hmm. would really stress you out. Oh, I bet. And you didn't, didn't, didn't get to hear anyone else, and I think that's... Like the whole point of music. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah, it's a very collaborative effort. So I think it took away all of my motivation for school, but it got me transitioned to a school that actually helped me reach my goals. Okay, okay. I'm going to introduce, uh, reintroduce our guests. We're talking to Sam Castle and Dalen McGee. They're both seniors at Sayus Law High School. Um, you know, you guys go to school in what many people would consider a small town, and um, I want to kind of get your opinions about what it's like, you know, being in 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 high school, finishing out your high school career in, you know, what's what's a pretty small town. I imagine there are some benefits, but also maybe some negatives about about, you know, going to school where you probably know almost everybody. Sam, you want to kick that off? Uh, yeah. Our, our graduating class here at Sayus Law is something like 40 something hmm. i might be way off with that number but okay. it's it's small okay it's definitely not triple digits sure and um i don't know i think going to going to school in a town that's this small there's again there's definitely pros and cons cons would be i don't think we get a lot of funding mm -hmm. our, our our school building is a uh, a little dilapidated sure. in some parts you know sure. there's a lot of systems like you know heating and cooling funnily enough that just don't really get any attention because we only have so much money. Mm -hmm. um, I think the amount of people kind of makes it an easier social environment. There's not a lot of clicks that go on, at least 
in my experience, it's and even when it is, it's more like a friend group. Okay. Um, there's there's not a lot of that social division that you find mm -hmm. that people sort of need to survive in schools with like you know one thousand plus people. It's a lot more uh, friendly okay. and, and uniform. Obviously, there's uh, discrepancies to that, but sure. for the most part, it I don't know. It just it doesn't seem as uh, I don't know socially stressful or divided. Okay. Dalen, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I think we have a little bit of a disadvantage not having as many people. We mm -hmm. have less opportunities for clubs, classes, extracurriculars. Um, but I do like that we're we're collective, together, united. I think that it's safer here hmm. compared to other places. Okay. Um, for a Spanish project this week, I had to make comparisons to another school, and I've been comparing our school to North Bend. Hmm. And I think in almost every way, they have better sports programs, better music programs than ours, solely because they have enough people to do that. Okay. Um, but I also think that our environment's a lot better. It seems like we have more friends here. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you feel like uh, uh, uh pathways like gaming or social media or other things in which you can connect to a much li larger audience do you think that that's helpful especially if you're if you go to school in a small town or is it just like if you were in downtown portland or seattle or eugene or something like that or do you feel like it's necessary to have those you know pathways to talk to a much larger audience of of, of peers uh, at least in my experience, honestly, social media is kind of a little isolated when it comes hmm. to the school district. Like okay. most of the people that I have on my phone are just people from this school. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of uh, inter-district connection, but it, it does make it like for school projects, you know, you don't need to add anybody. Okay. It's like if I'm assigned to, I don't know, some people I've already been going to school with them for 18 years now. So. Mm -hmm they're already, you know, in my phone, we can just make a group chat. I think it, it does contribute to what Dalen said is that kind of unitedness okay. is uh, the fact that it's just, it's just kind of another thing that kind of connects the school district, not necessarily between other school districts, but with itself. Okay. Dalen, do you think social media is a net positive for someone such as yourself, someone of your age, or do you think it's, it's a negative or is it just kind of a, a mixed bag? Uh, I think it's mixed. I think it can give it can set like a, a negative precedent for people when they're self-conscious. Mm -hmm. But I also think that it helps me connect with other people, especially living in Reedsport. I can't really do a lot of after-school activities if I have to get home before it's terrible weather outside. Sure. Um, but I also do have a lot of friends online and mm -hmm. friends that graduated last year, and that's my only way to really connect with them. Okay. Okay. I'm going to finish up with a question for each of you, and it goes something like this. Um, what do you think, think of someone my age, think of, a, of an adult, your own parents or whatever, you know, what's something about your high school experience that you think they may, may not understand that you want them to understand about what it's like being a high school student in 2024? I think, honestly, even without the social media question mm -hmm. from before, but I think that definitely is a, a huge factor. It's There's almost this sense of, um, like, scrutiny, hmm. you know? Uh, I know I just said it was kind of about unitedness, but it's not necessarily, um, like, malicious scrutiny. It's just there is the sense that you're kind of being watched. There's kind of this self-conscious uh, 
instinct okay. instinct to a lot of things. Okay. okay. Um, I think when it comes to school today versus school, you know, a few decades ago, it's just there's a lot of um, I don't know. There's a lot of things to escape to these days. Sure. That sure. there wasn't really back in like the '90s. Obviously, sure. there was like music, but today it's almost like we have a lot of systems that are designed to kind of eat up your attention and uh, you know eat up the time that you could be doing to you to yeah do more productive things. Sure, sure. What about you, Dalen? Finish us out there. Uh, my parents mentioned recently that they had to do all of their work on pencil and paper <laughs> because they didn't have Chromebooks in every class. Sure and Google Classroom to post assignments. I think that when they exited the school building, obviously they brought home homework, but they weren't like still in school like we are. Because we went online, everything is catered online, and we get emails like all night of new assignments, ones due that night, ones due next week. Like we're still at school unless we're in the summer. Sure, 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 sure. Well, Sam Castle and Dalen McGee, seniors at uh, Sayusla High School, Really appreciate you guys coming on and, and, and talking with us. Yeah, really, we really appreciate being here. Thank you for having us. That's our show for today and part one of our series on the challenges of school that we're airing all this week. As you heard, mental health challenges are a huge part of simply going to school these days. Fears of violence and just the fear of fitting in often means that kids need outside help to get through. But what's also encouraging is how kids today find their unique communities within school and how they band together to find happiness and belonging. I want to thank my guests for coming on the show and sharing their experiences. Sayusla High School seniors Dan Castle and Dalen McGee, and sophomores Braylon Evans and Corey Wilkes. Tomorrow, you'll hear from teachers about what it's like to both educate and help kids through the daily struggles of school. This show, along with all episodes of Oregon on the Record, is available at klcc.org. I'm Michael Dunn, and this has been Oregon on the Record from KLCC. Thanks for listening.